we did a podcast. It must be, I don't know, over a year ago anyway, about the Mandela effect. Yeah. I think it was the first ever, weirdly enough. So if, mm. uh, if you subscribe, go and uh, search for weirdly enough. Uh, or wherever you get your podcast and go back through the archive you'll see it there in series one uh, Mandela Effect I think it's series one episode one uh, but it's a long time since we discussed the Mandela Effect it's where people hear that someone has died and think but wait didn't they die ages ago yeah. and like you were saying earlier on about uh, doing the 27 Club it does seem a bit kind of in bad taste, almost to bring it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. But but it does go through your head sometimes. Uh, and this week, it happened to me with the passing of a comedy great, the actor John Chalice. He yes. played Boise. Boise. Do you remember Boise? Oh, I did. He was one of my favorite characters. He was great, and yeah. one of my favorite shows. Epic. Uh, morning, morning, <laughs> morning. Uh, oh, Derek. He, uh, anyway, he passed away at the age of seventy nine uh, last week or so after a battle with cancer. Um, he was mainly known for Boise. He did also have a, a, a part in uh, Benidorm, um, the ITV sitcom, which I've never watched. Did you ever see The Green Green Grass? Yeah, uh, I saw mentioned that he was in that too, but I didn't know what that was about. It was sort of a spin-off yeah. um, from uh, Only Fit and Horses. Oh, yes. And yes. He, w- he had to, like, he was grass. Oh, right. And I, and I had, he, it was a sort of play on words yeah, because yes. he was a grass that had to go and like adopt the, the, the life of a country squire. Right. To sort of go into high, I don't really know how it works, but he, he was going to the West Country or somewhere like that. And it was a play on words because he, he was like hanging in the country. It was all green. Yeah. And yeah. he was a grass. So it was, and he was also kind of naive. It was, it was, so it was like a play on words. He was a green, green yeah. grass. 2005. Yeah, so I, I quite, Four series of that. Yes, I quite enjoyed it. Again, it was, it was very funny. It was Saturday nights. Nobody remembers it apart from me, apparently. <laughs> You're sitting in on a Saturday night when everybody else is like clubbing. And well, clubbing okay. But I, I don't care. Say, to be honest, I would rather <laughs> sit with a cup of tea. I know. And watch the green, green grass. Then go down Brandy. Yeah. Definitely. I saw somebody the other day and, and he was a DJ and he was posting up this thing. Oh, you have a few drinks with your mates first and then you pop in a taxi and you go to a pub. And he was kind of reminiscing about what it was like before COVID and all. I was thinking, I just, I just want a quiet IPA on, yeah, the yeah, yeah. on a Saturday night. That's fine. Maybe maybe order Chinese. That That's all. But but anyway, I could have sworn that uh, Chalice died a couple of years ago. So there you are. Um, that's that's my own Mandela effect. Have you had any Mandela effect well, uh, experiences recently? I mean, I had a similar one because Jimmy Graves was announced the same weekend. Yeah. Oh, yes. And Sam Graves ate back in the day. And yeah. I'm convinced that he he died a few years ago. Yeah. You know, in fact, about 10 or 15 years ago, I was convinced he died, so I was a bit surprised to find that he, mm. he just passed away, so it was a bit of a strange one. Yeah, uh, if you do experience any, uh, podcast.weirdlyenough.com, send us an email or get in touch through the socials uh, and let us know your own Mandela effect. So advertising can be a cutthroat industry with lots of different methods used to draw people in, but how do you effectively advertise a funeral home? Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I was off the other week and I got a chance to watch some daytime TV and I see a lot of funeral cremation services uh, having a go uh, uh, on there. Uh, but a funeral home in North Carolina has come up with a more novel approach. This wasn't a funeral home at all. This this was a van that was driving around 
that said Wilmore Funeral Homes. They had a simple message on the back of the vehicle that said, don't get vaccinated. In other words, if you don't get the vaccine, you're we're going to bury you. Okay, um, it's insanely protest. They were trying to drum up uh, business. Yeah. However, if you visit the website to Wilmore Funeral Homes, so Google Wilmore Funeral Homes, visit the website, you click on a button and it'll take you to a healthcare provider that's uh, giving the facts about the vaccine. So it, mm. it's saying where and, and when you can get the vaccine and, good and, stuff, all that, yeah. and that it's it's uh, how good it is for you. So get the job, folks. That's, that's <laughs> you say for the sake of balance, I should say something anti-vaccine. I hope Lawrence Fox doesn't listen to this. He's going he's to be seething. He's going to be sitting smoking his cigarettes. And just... is, is, he, is he anti-vax? Though? He is. He's very anti-vax. Because, he's... He's, because you know, there's it's a bit of a, a what do you call it? It's a continuum of... A spectrum of opinions. The anti-vax seems to be very go very closely with the right wing. Well, I, I mean, I, my again, we're we're probably going on the slightly controversial target, right? But we'll, we'll go there anyway. <laughs> I mean, my thing would be like I'd be pro-vax but anti-vaccine passport. Yeah, if that uh-huh. makes any sense. And I'd be okay with some things like masks but anti-lockdown. So I like to think I'm sort of I I wouldn't be like a free for all. But I wouldn't be, you know, the other end of the spectrum. I like the fact I'm sort of selling it a bit of a middle. The reason I like course, the, you know? the reason I like the vaccine passports is I had two weekends of feeling a bit rubbish, slightly rubbish, <laughs> and I want yeah. a little card. And if yeah, you yeah. haven't had those two weekends, yeah, yeah. you can jog on. You're not getting yeah. into the pub. You're not getting into the restaurant. You can stand outside Tesco well, and get your mate to run in for you. I'm hoping Belgrade gets what this an upgrade send where you know for the next booster, you know, can, can maybe have a feature where you can like download YouTube videos under your brain or something like that. Yeah, uh-huh. and have you know like continuously like you could be going, you know. Um, Popping down the, you know, for a pint of milk or something, mm. you can have like Katy Perry videos playing on the loop continuously or whatever you want. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you, know? Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to subscribe through your subscribe. head, though. Oh, like, you have to put your credit card in through your ear. Yeah. Sounds, sounds reasonable. Uh, and there's been some strange goings on in a sleepy cemetery in Hull. A nun has been photographed in the graveyard dancing with a human skeleton, or what we can ex- assume is probably a fake human skeleton. Anyway, locals were stunned by the stunt which occurred just before noon a couple of Saturdays ago. The Hull General Cemetery hasn't been used for nearly 50 years after closing its gates in 1972, but does boost a few interesting graves, including a memorial to the victims of the 1849 cholera epidemic. It's unclear what the nun was doing dancing with a skeleton, but it's believed some sort of art project. Probably students, eh? What do you think? Students. That's one group of people I have absolutely no time for, students. Because, <laughs> yeah. do you know, say when I was young. Yeah. There were students. And no, but, daft no but it was it was all on good chair. Yeah. And you had a better class of students. But, you know, <laughs> you know they, they were, yeah. we, we were scholars back in the day. Hmm. You know, we we get up, you know, six AM, you know, um with Debra Shakespeare, you know, um and it was all civilized. It was all you, done you, by you, candlelight. It was all done well. by young quills, we all, yeah. We all wore the mortar boards yeah. at university, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I mean I, I you know, personally I mean my, my favourite teacher back in the day was Mr. Chubbs. Yes. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It was very it was saddened by the Great War though, Mr. Chubbs. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those are the days. Mm. <laughs> I love the story. I, I thought Frank Skinner talks about it. And um, what was was it, Lord Ho Ho? 
Yes. What was his real name? Uh, his William Joyce. Joyce. Yes. Uh, it was somebody that that somebody that works on on the Frank Skinner show knew yeah. who said I uh, I was taught by Traitor Joyce's um, uh, brother, you know. <laughs> Traitor, Traitor Joyce. He must have been so mad. Traitor. Yeah. He must have been so mad. I think so. Yes. He must have been an elderly gentleman. Have you been uh, putting much thought into your Halloween costume this oh, year yet? Not say to be honest. Right, that is one time of the year. <laughs> but yet again. <laughs> It's when, weirdly no, enough, makes all our money. The, tw- the 21st century has spoiled <laughs> so many things. The 21st century has spoiled so many things. I remember... Do you think it's the Americans again? I, th- I think it's the Americans. Right. Um, and uh, the pop music, but... Um, their cotton candy like, and their... Uh, and their jitterbug, jitterbugs yes. and, and whatnot, you know. But you, I remember a more innocent time when it was all Catherine Wales and bobbing for apples. But it seems to be yet again, you see, adults spoil a lot of things now. Mm. You know, you see them, you know, these bloated kind of, you know, civil servants, you know, on, you know, these wee toaster things. Well, they're all civil servants, aren't they, these days? Pretty much, you know. Um, And and they're all in their silly costumes and whatnot, you know, and it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's like, it's like, the adults spoil everything, like, you know. Oh, yeah. In a a strange kind of way, I quite enjoyed last Halloween, despite the pandemic and the lockdowns, because it it was a bit more airy. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the usual sort of debauchery. It was a return to the kind of pagan kind of roots of, it was, it felt quite sinister, which is the way Halloween should feel, you know. Yeah. You know, so decent, you know, people of good morals should be scared to go out after dark. That's what it should be, you know. I remember we went to school together and for some terrible reason you, you did like GCSE art. I didn't do GCSE. They wouldn't let, well, they wouldn't, oh, have, right. they wouldn't have let me do GCSE because I was so incompetent as an artist. Oh, but you did some sort of art thing when I, when I wasn't involved in it. I remember you showing me artwork. It was, it was Halloween. And it was like, a cheerful double. Uh, you're like, yeah, the other ones are doing... Uh, <laughs> and stuff but I did uh, the devil but know, it, I just decided was, to mix it up a bit and you but, showed me this picture was like smiling he was really friendly friendly like, he was actually I describe him well it was kind of stick smiles I would I, call it, I would know? describe him as actually almost kid yeah <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He wasn't, you know, I think I was trying to make him sinister, but he didn't, it didn't really work you know. Well what about going to Halloween as Bernie Saunders? Have you thought about that one? Oh yes Bernie Saunders, he's is Bernie I, for some he's reason, I was thinking he's not the, the the chicken guy. He's the guy who was the um, one of the Democrats, wasn't he? Yes. Back in the day, uh, you, know? uh-huh. uh, you can now purchase a sexy version of the eighty-year-old senator's outfit that they wore to Biden's inauguration. Yes, that's a. Did sexy he not wear version. something on Iraq? Yes, it's available on a website called Dolls Kill, which is mostly known for Gen Z e-girl fashions, whatever that means. <sighs> Do you say what I mean about the 21st century? The description of the costume says that it will make you a viral internet meme. Meme? Meme. Meme. (laughs) And who wouldn't want that? It comes with a grey coat, cosy mittens. Although the mittens had been hand-knitted for for him. For Sanders. So in what way is it sexy? And a disposable face mask. In the sexy edition, though, trousers. They call these pants in America, but we'll say trousers. His pants or something different here aren't included, leaving that part of you, the, the outfit to your imagination. Do you so, say what I mean about the 21st century? Though? Yeah. It spoils everything. Uh, I'm, try- I'm, I'm just Googling here. 
Bernie Sanders outfit. Oh, there it is. There you can you can look like that. Like how is that? Nothing like his coat. To be honest. In what way is that sexy? I know. Yeah. Well, it's sexy on the woman, but then is it though? No, I suppose not. You see, this is. I often think I. I say the older I get, the more of a a reactionary I become. Because I I've honestly got to the point. You see, I think in life. There's a need for some debauchery, mm. but it should be only confined to certain classes of people. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, it should be the, you know the educated classes, or you know maybe those of noble blood can mm. have a bit of debauchery. But I think for the masses, they should just you know behave themselves. Knuckle it, knuckle because they, 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 say say back in the day, like the Hellfire Club or whatever, they did debauchery, like Alistair Crowley and people like that. They they were debauched. I thought that was the one that uh, David Cameron and um, no, that's um, that's I think that's the pa- that's that's the Burlington Club where they all had the vomit in the plastic bags. Was that so? That's different to the Hellfire Club. And then, okay. then of course, there's the the Pears Galveston Society, which is different again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pears Galveston. He was the boy. Jeremy Braveheart. Is Galveston not something you take? When no, Gal- you're thinking of the heartburn stuff. No, Piers Galveston. That was the the young chap who was very friendly with Longshank's son. Right, and uh, he got bugged out the window. Oh yes, uh-huh. you know. Okay, don't remember. That. Can we wind it up? I think we should. I think we is- should. What are we going to talk about next week on the Weirdly Enough podcast? Corn circles. Corn circles. Crop circles. <laughs> Crop circle. What are Wait, corn circles? What? What, uh, what? What are? Well, a lot of the crop, crops well, may be they, they corn. Are, so, yeah. but I suppose barley and rye could yeah. be part of it as well. And next week we won't be drinking, so it'll probably sound a bit more professional. Where are we drinking? <laughs> no, it would actually be less embarrassing. We're drinking. Like, uh, have a fun and weird week. Speak to you soon. <laughs>